0: This is Kenny, and welcome back to another episode of McKill's Debt Chronicles. In today's episode, we are going to be talking with a Margie Alfonso from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And she has got a lot of interesting things to say about 5G and some other things. And so I have her right here on the line. And uh, are you there?
1: Yes, I am.
0: All right. Well, would you like to introduce yourself and kind of tell everybody um, who you are and what you do?
1: Yes, I'd be glad to. Um, my name is Marquette Alfonso, and I uh, was born and raised in Gross Point, Michigan. I graduated from Michigan State University with a degree, degree in bacteriology and public health. Um, I worked in hospitals and labs, in them, and uh, that when I was in my younger years. And then I raised my family as a stay-at-home mom uh, until about um, the 1978 um, when I got involved with um, Eagle Forum and um, became the president of Pelta Eagle Forum uh, in 78 uh, when we were struggling with the ERA, which was the Equal Rights Amendment. Um, I remained president during that time. Uh, until we defeated it, and then I was asked by the Reagan White House to b- work with the uh, economic recovery tour uh, that he was promoting, and so I did that and loved it. It was a great experience, and uh, after that, I had gathered a lot of information on the um, Central American disaster that was going on in Nicaragua and in El Salvador with the Marxists, And I was invited to be on President Reagan's Central American Task Force, uh, which was a great honor. And um, after I did that, I was contacted by a doctor from Harvard who was a neurosurgeon, and he felt like we needed to have a testing program put into law for HIV. And um, after he explained to me why he felt that, I was totally convinced, and his question was, you're a bacteriologist, and you know people in Washington, D.C., can you get me in so I can explain the program that I envision for HIV testing? And uh, so um, we did that. Um, actually, to make a long story short, uh, we did put on a national AIDS conference that the White House granted us Constitution Hall for four days. And I uh, wanted us to educate um, the people in D.C. and other places in the, um, in the country that we invited a number of doctors and scientists to be our speakers and also our audience. And we um, ended up getting a testing programs put through, uh, signed into law by President Reagan. Um, so that was probably um, the most exciting thing I've ever done. Uh, as I could see the great value of it, of just testing large segments of the society and uh, determining who was infected and isolating those people. And uh, as opposed to what they did with the the COVID uh, uh, epidemic, pandemic, of uh, isolating everyone as though they were all infected. And uh, so um, that was... um, really a a great experience for me. Um, In 2013, I became involved in um, a lawsuit that I filed against the gas company uh, here in the Oklahoma Natural Gas because of two smart meters that were uh, installed on the other side of my bedroom wall, which one year after they were installed, I got malignant melanoma on my forehead I um went to the administrative law court at the Corporation Commission in Oklahoma City in our capital and uh they heard my case. Um and actually um they decided that they were going to put my case on a uh, hold and reschedule it. So I agreed to that and um what I didn't realize is that they were going to deny me due process for four years because um, after the gas meters were installed, it was not time for the electric meters to be installed. And my take on this is that they didn't want any uh, negative um, press or anything until they got those meters in. So for four years, I was put on hold. and Then I got a notice saying that, Uh, My case was scheduled uh, in 2018, so I got uh, to court and I barely presented anything, and I was just told that I'm in the wrong jurisdiction, that I needed to go to the FCC in Washington, D.C. And um, interesting to know that since since last fall, the uh, Environmental Health Trust, as well as Robert Kennedy's foundation, the Children's Defense Fund, had taken the FCC and the FDA to court until a Washington, D.C. federal court where the FCC and the FDA were found guilty of uh, concealing scientific and um, medical information from the public since 1996, Uh, regarding the dangers of microwave radiation. So, um, that being what it is, I um, got very interested in 2013 in this subject, and I have been living it ever since. Um, one thing I'd like to, to start out with is that um, there are... Uh, this is not something that's new, first of all. Um, This is something, microwave radiation is non-ionizing. Actually, the scientific nomenclature for uh, this form of radiation is called man-made, non-ionizing, non-thermal, RF, that means radio frequency, microwave radiation. And um, this radiation was used as a weapon during the Cold War from 1953 to 1978 by the Russians against the American embassy in Moscow. And this is now out, but it wasn't out for a long time. Uh, and it caused the Americans uh, and the, uh, the Soviets to do a lot of uh, investigation into this kind of radiation to use as a weapon. Uh, because once they used it as a weapon and they saw the result, they knew. And what happened was during that period of time from 53 to 78, three ambassadors served at the American embassy. All three got cancer from the bombardment uh, that the Soviets did to that building. And not only did they get cancer, but their staff, their uh, wives, their children also got breast cancer, leukemia, and other forms of of serious cancer. Um, Many people died, and uh, to the best of my knowledge, I just looked up uh, something about Henry Kissinger during those days, and he actually knew about this and um, was working with the uh, Soviets uh, to try to get it stopped but never... Really sharing this with the embassy staff, which is egregious. But anyway, um, that's how it it was all, it's already been used as a weapon. And also, uh, Captain Jerry Flynn, uh, who wrote the book, Hidden Dangers 5G, that's a book. It's $18 on Amazon. I would recommend that everyone who's listening to this program would order that book because it is like an encyclopedia. He has distilled everything down so that all you need to do is go to any page and you'll see a two or three liner about the conclusion of whatever you're looking at. You don't have to do all the research. All you have to do is find a conclusion. And he has a great bio. He was um, a retired captain in the Royal Canadian Navy, for 26 years over 130 men I believe and his field was electronic warfare and he writes and I have spoken with him numerous times on the phone we got to be quite good friends never actually having met but um, we really worked together a lot and um, I, I will reference him probably numerous times because his field was electronic warfare and he said the 2.4 gigahertz is what they use in electronic warfare to kill people, and that 2.4 gigahertz is what all of our devices, our wireless devices, um, have. So anyway, uh, that is a wonderful book, and I can't recommend it enough. In fact, um, I would also recommend um, a website that I put up. Uh, I ran for office and um, I for corporate, county commissioner. And um, this past this past year, actually, and I didn't really run to um, be the county commissioner. I ran because I wanted to get the information out on five G, and I have a website. So I did put it's, it's kind of dissembled now, except I did leave up the science blog. And so anyone who really wants to find a ton of information and I'll be putting up more information. Go to Margie Alfonso uh, and then just go to my, just Google Margie Alfonso, then go to my homepage and you will be able to see three little lines at the top. Just click on that and that will take you down to my science blog and also the science videos, which will um, just be a total education. I have uh, a lot of documents up there um, by uh, Dr. Martin Paul. He's a PhD. Uh, he, he's a professor emeritus from Washington State University, a brilliant uh, scientist. And um, he has written numerous articles on this, uh, too, too numerous to mention, but every aspect of this, uh, this subject he has, he has written on. So I, I would advise you to go to my website, Margie Alfonso, just Google it. And... Um, go to the homepage. And then uh, I wanted to also talk about what's going on uh, in our schools. Uh, but before I do that, I wanted to uh, share with you what the international firefighters, uh, they have been fighting fire, these cell towers for years. And the international firefighters have uh, put out a proclamation last year. And basically uh, I would, I can quote it for you here. It says, um, to those of you who are observant and have seen that cell towers are now being placed directly next to and on top of firehouses, police stations, and schools, it would appear that firefighters and police and children are being targeted for destruction through radiation assault." It's time to fight back. Actually, it was that article that I read from the international firefighters that caused me to run for office because um, when we're talking about, uh, I've known about the dangers of of microwave radiation, but now I know they are putting these cell towers deliberately. The 4G and 5G towers are being put deliberately uh, near and in front of schools, firehouses, and police stations, and, of course, up and down the streets and wherever they can put them. So the 5G is really uh, deadly, and people need to uh, familiarize themselves with it. Now, I, I am um, very, very interested in getting resolutions passed by county commissioners, and it's not like this is just my idea. Lewis County, Tennessee, if you look up, their resolutions were passed um, regarding doing safety studies before they do 5G installations. So that is one county that has, if you go to Lewis County, Tennessee, you'll see all their resolutions. Not only that, but the Environmental Health Trust has a list of the other uh, cities and counties that have put forth resolutions, and the resolutions are all printed up for them. So they have put the same thing, resolutions to stop 5G uh, until they do health and safety studies. Um, And Senator Blumenthal, uh, a Washington, D.C. senator or national senator, has held a, a, I would advise people to look up his information because he held a hearing with the heads of the telecoms and questioned them about how much funding they put into the scientific study of health uh, and safety on this subject. And they said, zero money. They're just putting up the towers because um, it's a very lucrative uh, um, endeavor. And you have to ask yourself, why the telecom industries, uh, Verizon, AT&T, Motorola, and all that, why have they... uh, failure to, um, they, they've been silent concerning the failure to obtain liability insurance for harm from microwave technicians and, radio, and technology, and um, but yet they must report it to the Securities and Exchange Commission, and that's because um, they are being sued by um, the telecom industry, and they have gag orders pertaining to the unsuccessful Uh, lawsuits that were awarded to injured customers and they must uh, also say that Lloyd's of London has no longer insures them and pays their bills and now they're using their own assets to pay up and so this has to be reported to the Securities Exchange Commission and that's how you find out information like this. But basically the telecom industry has failed to ensure the safety studies that they're current They have not had any current safety studies since 1946. And when the telecom industry is fully aware of the radiation effects on humans, animals, and wildlife, why have they chosen to remain silent? And of course we know, follow the money because when you sell all these devices, they're going to make a lot of money and they have, they they hit the trillion dollar mark, first industry to ever do that. But, um, Let's go back and talk about what studies have been done and what studies they could use. The uh, U.S. Navy did a wonderful study in 1971 called the uh, U.S. Navy 1971 MRI. You can look it up on Google as I speak. Um, Basically, this study shows that there are 120 disastrous effects on the human body, including cancer and death from microwave radiation. And uh, remember, um, they used to call the radar range or microwave ovens a a radar range. And then when Russia banned microwave ovens in 1976, that was right at the tail end of them bombarding the American embassy, So they were just becoming popular in America. So they changed the name of Radar Range to Microwave Oven. And so the Russians banned microwave ovens in 76. And since then, every home in America has a microwave oven without the knowledge of the danger that it does to the um, occupants of the home while they're using it. And actually, the microwaves go through the entire house Through the walls and out into the backyard. It is such a dangerous um, um, instrument to use.
0: Wow, Uh, I I didn't realize they were that powerful.
1: Oh, yes. If you have an analyzer, you can put a glass of water in the microwave oven and and it'll really have a high reading. Uh, Then you just back out and go. I had with my sister's house, I had two walls to go through, one was a fireplace we went out in the backyard and stood by her back fence as far as we could go. And it was still the same reading. It's a, a very high reading for microwave ovens. And so, um, I would say, um, before I knew that, I used to stand and watch my coffee heat up and twirl around or just wait on it for 30, 40 seconds. And, and, uh, now, um, I just use it for storing cookbooks, but, um, <laughs> that, that, um, I would like to say also, um, that uh, there this there are schools like, like right now like the firefighters are talking about and they have um, these towers in front of them and I want to reference a school in Ripton California called the Western Elementary School. in 2016 a sprint tower was put in their playground by 2019. Eight third graders all had serious types of cancer. One being uh, brain cancer, kidney cancer. I have a picture of the little boy with the brain cancer after his 14 hour brain surgery. And, um, that, so that was four third graders that must have really zeroed in on the third grade, grade classroom. And it, at first it was four, and then it ended up being eight third graders but also three teachers got cancer, two toddlers in the neighborhood, and another student. So um, that is proof positive. Sprint, after 200 parents or so marched on the school, Sprint was forced to take the cell tower down. And um, so they did, they moved it to somewhere else. And not only that, but um, there's, in Belo Horizonte, Brazil, this is important, Because a 4G tower in Belo Horizonte um, was responsible for 7,000 cancer deaths. And um, right now, all of the, um, it's a great uh, country to look to for studying cell towers because in every university and everything, they have studies to know about this subject. And um, actually, they had 7,000 cancer deaths from this one cell tower, and it wasn't on somebody's front lawn. It was a third of a mile or 500 meters away from the nearest cancer death that, that, that they um, recorded. So a third of a mile uh, for a 4G tower, and you're still getting hit by the radiation, is very scary when you think that on most of our street corners here in Tulsa that are busy, we have two and three towers on one corner and that is the most populated corner of uh, you'll find that that's where the bank is. The, the, um, stores, the, the Starbucks, um, are on these very populated corners and that this is where they have two and three cell towers. And, well, um, let me, know, a, let me reading. ask,
0: let me ask you something about that. Um, so do you think that these companies, they realize there's danger, but they just don't care because they're making money? Or do you think they have placed it there purposely to get people sick?
1: And I believe that um, when the 1986 Telecommunications Act was passed um, and signed by uh, Clinton, President Clinton, uh, he, they all knew, the whole Congress knew that it was... Um, not a good thing, but I have an, an article talking about 100 plus million, uh, goes to U.S. congressmen, uh, by the telecoms and the cables. They voted on this anyway. Follow the money. Even in our Congress, um, they, um, they take, um, these, these large sums of money and they wink at, um, at the, um, the danger because first of all, in 1984, this is after the, um, the, tele- the, the U.S. Navy study was done, um, 1984, Motorola put the first cell phone on the market, knowing that the U.S. Navy study was done. The government knew that, and the EPA knew it, and uh, the, all, all of the agencies were very much aware of the U.S. Navy study and still they didn't do anything. In fact, the EPA at that time got defunded when they started looking into the pre-market testing of cell phones and the post-market testing. None of that was ever done on cell phones. And so when um, cell phones were put on the market, of course, you know, we all love them. They're so convenient. You know, the it's it's got so many functions. It's like an encyclopedia. It takes you where you want to go in your car. It's, it's a wonderful gadget. Uh, and there is a way to learn how to use them safely. But because we weren't told of the dangers, nobody has bothered to learn how to safely use their cell phone. And worse yet, they've given it to children and wireless devices to children who are much more susceptible to microwave radiation being as they have thinner skull and, um, and they're in the process of development, and not only that, but the pregnant uh, women are uh, probably the most susceptible to that that fetus in the womb is very susceptible to a mom holding her cell phone. They're talking on it uh, while uh, her her child is only inches away in the womb. And um, we wonder why we have so much uh, – so so many um, – postnatal uh, problems, you know, ADD and ADHD and all that. Um, it, it's not a surprise once you learn the disastrous effects of this. And, you know, to me that really the one of the travesties is when they do the sonograms just to find out what the sex of the baby is, that is microwave radiation. And you're harming the child, actually to what, find out what sex it is. When I had my children, I had no clue until they were born. And so um, these sonograms, even um, it, it's to me, it's not even good at a, at a stop abortion clinic, although it, it does work, but you are affecting the, the child health-wise by doing that sonogram. There's got to be a better way uh, of doing it rather than taking the sonogram. Anyway, um, I would say that um, it's, it, it's just a matter of, uh, looking at what's going on, uh, in 2001, this is what one year after they decided to do the National Institute of Health decided after scientists started to go after them to tell the truth about cell phones. These are not scientists that are with the corporations, of course, because they're writing false reports. It's independent scientists are saying, you need to tell people that cell phones are dangerous. So that was in the year 2000. The National Institute of Health, which is 5G, they went ahead and started to do the National Toxicology Program. And that's in 2000, we only had 2G cell phones. So they're going to test 2G cell phones to see if they cause cancer. So um, usually in good public health, that was my field, you use the precautionary principle. And if you have something that's questionable health-wise for the public, you, you hold it off the market. You put it in the media that it, it has problems and that you're investigating it. But uh, they didn't do that. Of course, there were too many payoffs instead uh, the next year, while they're testing 2G for cancer, they put 3G on the market in 2001. And then in 2010, this is a 16-year study, kind of like dragging it out, would you say? In uh, yeah. 2010, they put 4G on the market. And 2011, the World Health Organization came out and said, wait, um, the radiation that comes off of cell phones and all those wireless devices is a class 2B carcinogen. And um, what does that mean? You don't have a clue until you know what other class two carcinogens are. Like uh, one is DDT, one is um, benzene, one is the cigarette, uh, one is um, oh, uh, carbon monoxide. There's various um, uh, listings that the World Health Organization gives to rate their carcinogenicity of uh, various um, toxins and so they listed it as a class 2b well finally uh, in in uh, 2017 the test was finished and it wasn't uh, published because I understand that the FDA did not put their seal on it uh, and it has to have the seal on it before it can be published into the media because if it was published it would have said cell phones cause glioma brain tumors and schwannoma heart tumors, but that wasn't published. And Dr. Anthony Miller, he was from Toronto, was so infuriated um, by this that um, he made a proclamation, and this is his proclamation. Uh, it's, It's not word for word. I just know it from memory, but basically he said, cell phones and all wireless devices and systems, cause and promote cancer and should be reclassified as a group one carcinogen. It doesn't go any higher than group one. And he is a world famous epidemiologist and cancer specialist. You can look him up uh, on Google, It's Anthony Miller MD. And um, he made that proclamation. And um, so it's absolutely true. Um, And then since then, of course, the... um, The uh, FCC and the FDA have been um, – had a a lawsuit filed against them last fall, like I said, by the Environmental Health Trust and by Robert Kennedy Jr.'s organization, Children's Health Defense Fund. And um, they have – they prevailed, um, and the FCC and the FDA were basically um, charged with concealing information. Uh, since 1996 that has to do with health and safety regarding wireless uh, radiation. And also I believe the Department of Interior was part of the lawsuit as they had filed a complaint with the FCC. Um, I don't know when the date was. It was many years ago that radiation from cell towers harms people and, uh, but also it harms wildlife greatly and plants. And so um, White bees uh, are really in danger uh, are, and other pollinators. So um, that has to do with our food supply. But even um, if if you go to um, my website, you'll see that um, Dr. Martin Paul has written a short article on 5G, which I feel this is a very impacting article. It is to do with three ambulance drivers in a small borough in near London. I'm not really sure of the town, but it's in the um, in the document. And um, they decided to use 5G telecommunication system in these three ambulances to um, enhance their communication, etc. But what happened was the first week that they were outfitted with a 5G, the ambulance drivers became very hostile and agitated. By the third week, all three committed suicide. And Dr. Martin Paul, that's on my website, um, wrote about that. I think it's um, because my understanding is that it affects the hippocampus in the brain where all of your feelings are, your empathy, your your depression, your happiness, your and all that, and that it's... It goes across the blood-brain barrier and actually um, destroys the hippocampus, which is the the thought center of your brain. So, um, that being said, um, there's so much to learn and read about this this subject. Uh, You know, you could just go on forever. Um,
0: Well, on a a Hey, on a situation like that, on that, on the ambulance, you're saying now that would be a transmitter that would probably be a lot more powerful than like a regular cell phone, probably, wouldn't it?
1: Well, I'm actually, um, the, the new cell phones, uh, let me say this, there's a, an important document on my website called the 2012 bio Initiative conclusion. You must go and read that because it, it's long, but it, it's got short, it's a com- a combination of of many, many thousands, actually, of studies done by scientists, and they just put the conclusion, sort of like Jerry Flynn's book, where you just go and find the conclusion. But uh, on the very first page, you'll see that anything over 3.4 microwatts per meter squared causes cellular death of your mitochondria, your DNA, your sperm, They're thinking that it also destroys the genetic code in uh, an egg as well. Um, Also, your stem cells, your telomeres are all destroyed over 3.4. So um, anyway, um, when you think about uh, a cell phone, the cell phones now, if you have an analyzer, my analyzer stopped reading at 2.5 million most of the cell phones that I test for people nowadays are 2.5 million. And 3.4 is cellular death. So if you're putting a cell phone on your body on on and you don't put it on flight mode, you are radiating. Like if you put it in your back pocket, you are looking down the road at possibly anal or colon cancer. If it's on on, if you put it in your bra, are looking at breast cancer, that's very well documented. Um, My husband was a doctor. He wore the cell phone on his between his belt buckle and his uh, right side and um, he got cancer of his hip bone and went to his prostate and he passed away in 2010 prematurely. He came from a uh, family of very long livers, um, as far as g- their genetic code was, you know, they they lived for a long time in the 90s, and my husband died in his uh, mid 70s, so um, that was um, something that uh, I didn't know it at that time, and neither did he. Um, that was in 2010. Um, but it wasn't until 2013 that I started studying this subject. And um, so basically, um, there is, like I say, so much to tell. There's um, a-, a poster that was used for um, Robert Kennedy's banquet uh, last a year ago in, in Dallas. And it said, the rush to blanket the planet with 5G constitutes an experiment on humanity and the environment that is defined as a crime under international law there's many organizations that are in in countries and that have written to the United Nations and uh, organizations that uh, of, of doctors scientists and they are pleading with the UN to stop 5g and if you go to my blog again, You'll see that in the videos, all across Europe, every country is protesting against 5G. Um, they're not just little two or three people holding up a sign, but they're marching parades down Main streets, protesting 5G, pushing over these towers with tractors and shooting them with guns and all that. Um, in, in, in a number of countries around the world. And here in North America, in Canada and, and America, we are uh, United States. We're not doing anything. Uh, what are we? What don't we know that they know? Um, uh, and and that's what we're talking about right now. It's been a, such a great cover-up. It's unbelievable. Uh, but they have they have gotten to know um, the truth now, and they are fighting it. Uh, in fact, my understanding. That in France, children can't have a cell phone until they're 16. And they're taking uh, wireless and um, all of the um, uh, heart, like the um, wireless, is getting taken out of libraries, hospitals, and schools. And they're doing uh, fiber optic hard wiring, uh, getting those. industrial Wi-Fi routers out of the ceilings. I mean, you look in our school rooms, we have industrial Wi-Fi routers in every school room that there is um, coming down on those children, and they all have wireless devices. All of that can be done away with by just hardwiring those schools and uh, using fiber optics in the, in the long run. It's safer. It's much better. But anyway, um, that's a must, and I've, I've got to tell you, quickly, um, um, at the Fay School in uh, Massachusetts, they had uh, four pediatric cardiologists testify on behalf of a young boy who was very bothered by the Wi-Fi in the school. And the school really didn't um, uh, pay heed to hear his parents. And so they filed a lawsuit and they got four pediatric cardiologists to testify. And basically what they testified, uh, because this child was very affected, um, that, um, this is way more serious than even his case because they determined that they are seeing sudden cardiac death in schools and they are attributing it to the wifi in the classrooms. The children's hearts are reset, the electrical, um, Component in the heart is reset by the Wi-Fi as well. We are all electrical beings, and we have uh, heart problems, we have a electrocardiogram, which measures the electricity, etc. Micro- in our and uh, our organs, our heart and our brains, uh, the myograms they are all measuring um, the electrical components, and uh, they determine that this is altering the electromagnetic response of the child's heart. And you can look up Stephen Simatra. Uh He is one of the cardiologists. Also, um, Dr. Martin Blank, Ph.D., he was one of those testifying. And also, Faye um, School, you'll see the Fay Lawsuit, You'll see the other uh, two cardiologists there. But what they talk about is that the schools aren't going back and saying, when did we put in Wi-Fi uh, and when are these um, incidences happening of sudden cardiac death? Instead, they're just putting in defibrillators to revive the children that have the sudden cardiac death. And uh, that doesn't really make sense um, because um, it's... None of these have happened until they started putting in the Wi-Fi, which has been a number of years now. And so um, I think this is a huge uh, thing to really push in your school district is to hardwire the computers that the children are using and to not allow cell phones to be brought to school. Or if they are, they must be on flight mode Um because the child is wearing their cell phone on on and it's very distracting I know you know you, you never see children anymore without the cell phone in their hand or adults either for that matter and the other thing I wanted to point out and you'll see on my website is this has killed literally thousands of birds um, and and other animals at, at animal reserves in different countries uh, there's quite a lot of information that I put there for people who are animal lovers, um, and, um, and, of course, if you don't have to be an animal lover, this, this shows you that this is, is hitting every species, even trees and plants. So um, we're, we're looking at uh, a, a worldwide um, problem that's getting worse, especially with the satellites that are being launched uh, by Elon Musk. You know, it's nice that he's uh, doing uh, what he's doing for Twitter but let's not make him a hero because he's absolutely polluting the um, ionosphere and all of space out there. Uh, he just had a, uh, uh, a huge failure take place in space where his his uh, shuttles exploded uh, from some kind of a, a storm in a space storm. So he he has um, he, he's not a hero. In my opinion, it's great. Like I say, that he he's looking into the whole Twitter thing and our, our 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 right to talk, but our right to live is even greater than our right to talk and and be heard. And so um, we we need to um, start investigating. I never could figure out how they got um, the permission to use Cape Canaveral for uh, launching their private. Um, their, their, it was. I thought it was always for moon landings and things like that that would benefit the world or our country, but for one person, SpaceX uh, uh, to be using uh, a system like Cape Canaveral is unbelievable to me. Um, now, I wanted to point out something else too. Um, when I was out in Arizona in Phoenix, I noticed that they are so. Um, blind to what is going on out there. I came across a church school and it had five towers in the um, 4G towers in the playground for this, the radiation at that church school is beyond belief. It's off the chart and these children are being radiated and this radiation absolutely does affect your brain and your DNA and um, when your DNA is changed, that's when you get cancer. And and so um, those cells, once they're, they're they're altered, when it's time for cellular turnover and to have your cells um, reproduce, you're destroying the stem cells. You're destroying everything. So so and this is called the aging frequency. So people are aging much more rapidly. In fact, uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield did a study on the millennials and um, they found that the millennials now have a shorter lifespan. That's the group of people that have had cell phones from the time they were born until now. They have a shorter lifespan than insurance companies are, 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 are dictating at this point. Um, they have high blood pressure, heart trouble, weight gain, depression. And there was one other thing that um, that they had, and it's unbelievable um, that um, doctors, when they do a history and a physical on a person, that they don't ask them, "What is your exposure to radiation?" It's very important. That's a very important medical question. What is, how much exposure to a microwave radiation do you have? You know, are you uh, sleeping with your cell phone? Um, and by the way, something like a deck phone. Uh, the kind of phone where you plug in the base and you walk around with the handset, those phones, the, the radiation is constantly coming off that phone, whether you're using it or not. And it's very high. I think uh, like uh, 300,000. I'm not sure. Just doesn't matter. It's very high. Let's just not, because I, I can't remember every, um, every amount, although I do remember a lot of them, but um the signal travels 900 feet. So that signal traveling 900 feet can go into your neighbor's house. And, you know, basically we're talking about um, radiation going from house to house. And so we have to go back and talk about the quintessential Trojan horse of all wireless devices is the smart meter. And the smart meter, and I didn't know this until I... Until 2013, this is how I found it out. When I got my cancer, I ran into a friend. I had malignant melanoma on my forehead because I had the smart meters, two of them were on the other side of my bedroom, my bedroom wall. And and I didn't realize they were, they took off the analog meters and put on the smart meters. Anyhow, when I met a friend, he had also had the same experience, and only he and his wife both got deathly ill and she ultimately died from uh, lung cancer and um, the, the problem is, is that um, he came over and measured those smart meters for me I didn't even know what a smart meter was um, and said that's your problem Margie you're just now getting cancer and only a year afterwards that you had it installed that they installed it I didn't have it installed they installed it in the dark of the night but anyway Um, When I uh, saw the measurement on it, it was between 500,000 and a million for the electric smart meters and um, 2,500 for a gas meter. I don't know what the water meters are. I know they're supposed to be higher than either one of those. But that radiation is pulsed like every 15 seconds from a smart meter and it travels two miles to the collection station so that you don't have a meter reader anymore. It just goes directly to the, uh, the collection station at, at your electric company. Okay. So when it's going to your, it gets to the other, from place to place, it's passing through these, this radiation passes through concrete brick, Steel, lead, it, it passes through everything. And so, and you and your animal. And so, as, as this goes through from your house to two miles to the collection station and it's passing through your walls, it's passing through your neighbor's walls, it's passing through them for two miles, we are all getting hit by, by all of our neighbor's smart meters every 15 seconds. It's, it's, it's hard to believe. But look up uh, Ron Powell, PhD. Go, go look up all of his smart meter information. I don't have it on my website yet. But Ronald Powell, PhD, was a presidential scientist. He's a physicist who graduated from Harvard, and he writes about these smart meters. You've got to what you've got to do is um, get it taken off your house. It costs you money, like fifty dollars in some cases to get it taken off in exchange for a non-transmitting smart meter. Then when you get that done, your, your bill, of course, is going to be a little higher every month because they don't want you to take it off. They have to send the meter reader back, and uh, you're paying to have the meter reader sent back. And how sad it is that um, if you don't have the money to do that, in our country, it's gotten so that you just have to be bombarded by these waves, but you're bombarded anyway because your neighbors are bombarding you, but you're not getting as much. So it still behooves you to replace your own smart meter for a non-transmitting meter. And so uh, as much radiation as you can get out from under, you need to do that because this is cumulative and it, it, it accumulates in your body over the years. And it on my website, also Dr. Martin Paul, I put up his his uh, one document. It's eighteen reasons why Alzheimer's is accelerating because of wireless, and um, so everybody should read that. And so the whole thing that's accumulating is very important. Uh, so uh, basically, um, there are things that you can um, use. I have a a ton of different ways of protecting myself from my cell phone. I still use the cell phone, but I I don't use it like everybody else. I protect myself with uh, some different things that I use. Also my house, I I, I protect my house as much as I can with different um, 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 things that will protect you. And um, I'd be glad to share that with anybody. You know, you can give my phone number out if you want or my email, it's fine with me. Because um, we all need to have the, the protection that we that we deserve, but mostly it, it it shouldn't have been that they can put a phone tower anywhere. That's what that that um, 1986 Telecommunications Act was was putting phone towers, cell towers wherever you need to have them to transmit, even if it harms the person. And that was like the first time. That we've lost really our, our, um, our, our constitutional right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness because our life is endangered and our health is endangered. And like in Brazil, 7,000 people died from a tower that was, um, 500 meters or a third of a mile from where they were. That wasn't enough. And so when they put these 5G towers under front lawn or up and down the street where, you, In in Tulsa, on on 41st and Mingo, that that intersection, I'm just going to say, there's a 5G tower there, and it reads about 58,000 when you stop at the light, and it's right in front of a restaurant, and so that restaurant's getting zapped, but everybody who stops at a light where there's a 5G tower, you are getting radiated by that tower, and it's it's going through your brain, your, your whole body. It comes through your car. You could pick the signal up in your car. And then the other thing is if you carry your cell phone on, on in your car, then every tower you pass by, you're going to have that signal come in your car. So if you start out at point A and you have your cell phone on, and you pass one cell tower, it's like turning your microwave oven from low to medium, and then you pass another cell tower, and that comes into your car, and it gets locked in because your car is like a Faraday cage. So as you, by the time you get to your destination, so you might have passed 10 or 15 phone towers, you have accelerated and turned up the radiation in your car, which has gotten trapped there by every cell phone tower because you have your cell phone on, and that cell phone tower is pinging your phone and bringing you that that microwave radiation that you wouldn't normally have had you kept your phone on flight mode. Right. And um, what I what I say is just keep your phone on flight mode um, unless you need it. That's the probably the unless you need to use it and always text with it on flight mode if you have to text and then turn it on to transmit. Um, there is a lot of ways. And whatever you do, don't give it to the children. Take the thing away from them if you made that stupid mistake, and just start reading them books. Go to the library, and we need to tend to um, to uh, um, policing our libraries anyway, and and see what they're uh, putting out uh, nowadays. So um, start start putting your kids into music lessons or whatever you need to do to get them away from their cell phone. I mean, isn't it strange that Toys R Us ran out of business when cell phones became so popular with children. They used to sit on the floor and play blocks and all that, and now they've got the cell phone in there, and I've even seen children sitting in a uh, a cart in the supermarket, uh, chewing on the cell phone when it was on. <laughs> they put it in the mouth. Right. Just, yeah. I mean, we've all seen stuff like that, where all whole families are sitting at a table and nobody's conversing. They're all looking at their cell phone.
0: Yeah. Uh, You send a kid to the, uh, library now. I mean, you know, they may get a, they may get a drag show there from a drag queen now.
2: Oh
1: yeah. You heard Kirk Cameron yesterday? He put a book up about, uh, um, the, the, uh, um, oh, the, the fruits of the spirit for children, you know? And, um, uh, he took it to 50 libraries in California and none of them would, they all said it wasn't compatible with what they're now teaching children. And he said, yes, with self-control, isn't that what, you know? And um, he, he was on one of the programs, I think it was uh, um, on pa- the Patriot Channel or the Patriot Station, but, um, uh, oh, uh, I Heart, that's what it was on in my, in my city. But he was on yesterday and he talked about his book has been um, rejected by fifty libraries um, because of the content, and and uh, and they they even come out and say that it's, it's we're doing drag queen stuff. We're not this is we're not going to teach self control and all that and be you know love your
2: neighbors. <laughs> That's not <laughs> all our right. agenda.
0: So let me uh, ask let me ask you this: If you have a cell phone and you need it for work and stuff, like a lot of people do, I mean, like you were saying, you said there's some stuff you can do at home to kind of protect yourself. Is there is there mm-hmm. anything at all you can do to help reduce some of this, you know, RF energies from being absorbed into your brain and stuff, just in everyday life? Well,
1: or- you never put the phone against your head. First of all, you you hold it. You know, there's a great YouTube video that everybody needs to take a pencil right now and write it down, and it's called Jimmy Gonzalez, Cell Phones Cause Cancer. And I'll just tell you in case, you know, uh, they don't do it, but Jimmy Gonzalez was a young attorney who lived in Pembroke, Pines, Florida, and there's a video about him. And he graduated from the University of Miami Law School, got married and had two little toddlers. And was uh, going to court and just had, that, that sounds like a great life for your child. I mean, that, that's, you know, that's what everybody wants for their children is to be successful in whatever they're doing and have a little family. Well, he's standing in the Pembroke Pine City Commission and he's saying, like Berkeley and some other cities have put up signs, cell phones cause cancer. And um, he was saying that I would like you to put, Cell phones cause cancer up in these stores and around he's, uh, here because um, they do cause cancer. He said, see my hand? It's got a scar uh, right in the palm. Uh, I hold my phone in my left hand, and here's the scar where I had a tumor removed. And then he turned his head sideways, and he said, see this scar behind my ear? I have a stage four glioma brain tumor, and um, I'm terminal. Uh, but um, that um, put it. That's why I put my cell phone on my left ear. And then he said, um, and, and right here, and he pointed to where, where his heart is. He said, I have an inoperable tumor on my aorta. That's where I put my cell phone when I went to court. I put it in my breast pocket on the left. And he said, uh, so um, I'm begging that a city council will hear my plea. And um, they, oh, what? I watched that till the end because he did go before the city councilors and they were so um, gracious and they, they made a a really great tribute to him after he died. But, um, that's, that's a very good, um, uh, video to show your children and, and people who are hooked on the cell phone. Um, and then, yes, I, I can, um, anybody who wants to call me, I, I could put you in touch with, with, um, uh, people that have um businesses they have um uh, uh, it's 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 um kind of hard to talk talk uh, right now about um which businesses to go to but there are businesses that have stickers that you can put on your phone and they have um also there are cases that you can buy for your phone um i i uh, um have a, a case that I carry my phone in. Not every case is good. You have to have the right case. Um, you have to have the right stickers. I wear a pendant around my neck that was developed by the U.S. Army. And they it has a certain kind of polymer in it that um, that changes your biofield. It's just, um, it, it has, you know, I don't know the patents on all this stuff, but I do believe that I researched it so that I could you know, really know, um, have the, the confidence that, that I'm, you know, doing the right thing. And of course, it's it, it, the main thing is, is everybody should have a landline, like old-fashioned landline in their house. Just, you know, not the, the deck phone where you plug in the base and you walk around with the handset. No, that's wireless. You've got to get the old-fashioned landline, you get them at Target, and that's the the number one main thing, that's where I make all my phone calls is on my landline and I give people my landline number. Uh, and, and I use my cell phone when I have to go out. Um, and, and, uh, I think that's just, um, probably the number one thing is get yourself a landline and make that if your children want to talk on the phone or, or you want to talk to your relatives or you want to do business and, Whatever you do, don't have a wireless mouse or a wireless keyboard. The wireless mouse and the wireless key- keyboard are wireless. They give off a ton of radiation right in your face on your thyroid gland. It's hitting you uh, in your eyes. It's hitting you on your brain. So if you have a, the um, wireless mouse and the wireless keyboard, go out and change it over to the, the, the hardwired mouse and keyboard like we used to have. And also get Ethernet for your computer. Um, that takes a lot of it. Don't use your, your microwave oven anymore. Get a great big frying pan where you can put your leftovers in with a little water and a lid and heat, heat up your leftovers. I mean, um, it, it's not that big of a change, but it will uh, help you to sleep better. And um, But getting rid of your smart meter is huge um, as far as sleeping because every night, they do a data jump about three thirty in the morning. The electric and the gas companies, and that goes—it's a collection of all the the information that goes into the electric company or the gas company at that time, and um, and it wakes people up. It because when it hits you, it it hits your adrenal glands. It wakes you up, and um, and people get up and they can't go back to sleep. So that might ring a bell with a ton of people out there in your audience. Um, so I would say that is uh, one thing that you need to do. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I can. Um,
0: well, let me ask you this. Can, can you just look at your meter and tell that it's the RF meter? Or would you have to go to your electric company and say, hey, is is this an RF meter? Is there obvious differences? Or how do you even know yours is? Just by look,
1: um, just well, by looking, if you didn't opt out, then you have a, a transmitting meter, and um, and if you have a the um, the device for measuring the radiation, um, then then that's that's good. Um, you can, but but most of all of us have. If if you don't opt out, then you have got one because they're they're across the world. They they put them in in every it's. In every country, uh, they've put the smart meters. They've been protesting against smart meters for years now. I mean, um, that that is the quintessential Trojan horse of all devices, of all wireless devices, because we're getting hit every 15 seconds by not only ours but our neighbors, and and so we we have abandoned, um, you know, Jerry Flynn, the author of. Um, of the book Hidden Dangerous by G. He passed away last summer, so sad. But he wrote me a personal letter, about it was about my gas meter at the time. And he said, You know, Margie, he said, if that had been our fathers or our grandfathers, and they came in on your property to put a smart meter on that was going to harm you, your grandfather or your father would have gotten their shotgun and said, Get off my property, or I'll blow your head off. <laughs> and, 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 they, there wouldn't be a smart meter on their house. You, you know, and we have lost that, that, um, that I'm not saying be violent or blow anybody's head off. I'm saying we've lost that, that spirit that our grandparents had and our fathers had should not let anybody harm the family. We just sat back and, and let them do it. And, and of course it was ignorance because they, they paid the media off totally. Uh, they have the trillions of dollars to do it. It's the only, the telecoms are the only, uh, industry that has made the trillion dollar mark. And of course they, they make it. And look at, they're all billionaire, trillionaires. Um, they, and now they're running the country globally. And I mean, the whole Twitter thing and all that proves that, that they, they, they have never been our friend. And you know, going on the spiritual side of this, it's it. It's it's interesting. When I first became a Christian in 1978, um, I was listening to these Hallelujah, Amen, preachers. I like to listen to the Fire and Brimstone, I, and I listened to one called uh, uh, Southwest Radio Church of Oklahoma City, and they talked about the beast, and that was in reference to the computer in Brussels, Belgium. I think it was. The very first computer it was three stories high. And and I noticed that not only that program, but other programs. Uh, Oliver B. Green was a preacher back in those days. He would call it the beast. And uh, I, being a new Christian, I didn't know what they're talking about, but I never forgot that. And then it's strange. If you look up the, they call it the World Wide Web and the Internet. And if you look up the words net and web in the Bible, it's never a good thing. It's always about death and getting caught. You're going to fall in the net, your own net, somebody else's net, uh, or, you know, the web, the spider web. Uh, it, it's it, These are things I think that God gives us, this, this, um, these clues that that you, you start to understand. And then... Um, I don't know where I found this out. I can't remember now, but um, somebody said, if you take the word computer, which that was this beast, was the first computer we had, and that's how come, that was like the the foundation of all wireless, really, uh, uh, that you can take the word computer and you, add, you can do a numerology on it and it comes out 666. Now, the way you do that is every... A is 6, B is 12, C is 18, D is 24. You keep adding 6 to every number of the alphabet, and then you write the word computer down, and you put the value of each one of those numbers under the word computer, and it does come out 666. And so, I mean, I I know some people might think that that's going over the top and all that, but um, that is... Uh, I heard a commercial on KCFO radio about three years ago at Christmas. It said, buy your grandchild a cell phone and turn him on to pornography. And it, and then I've heard other statements on focus on the family and things like that, that say, if you give a child a cell phone by the time they're 10, they'll be having their first porno- pornographic That's That's the average. They'll, have, they'll you'll get them into pornography. So, you know, Pornography is probably the number one thing that goes on cell phones. And, um, and, and if the Bible does too, do, it's great, you know, but, but even so, um, you, you know, we, we are we're able to transmit and all this, but still it gives you pause to, to wonder if we have gone, if the industrial revolution has taken us to a place that is ultimately going to, Override common sense and just tickle your senses and take away your, your spiritual discernment. And, um, and so I don't know how you feel about that, but uh, it's something that, um, I, I feel might be of, of, um, of interest to some of the audience because, um, uh, let's face it, we're in spiritual warfare. And all this stuff is spiritual. This is not a war of flesh and blood. We we are in a spiritual warfare, and we we've got to just face you know what our enemy is. Uh, and so, uh, how, what's your take on that?
0: Well, um, I think that I think you're right on that. I as far as I think that a lot of this knowledge that we have today is demonic. Um, It wasn't very long ago we didn't have anything. We didn't have cars. We didn't have cell phones. We had nothing, not more than, let's say, 200 years ago. You know, 120 years ago, the first automobile, which, you know, looks like a horse carriage, basically popped up. And if you do any research at all on some of these guys, like Nikola Tesla, for example, you know, who invented electricity, he came up with it. You know, when you start reading how he did that, you know, he goes into these, um, I would say, demonic type trances, and he claims he was in communication with aliens or possibly what I would say were demons. And these different flashes of light would come to him, and sometimes in the form of lightning, and in this form of lightning would strike, and he would come up with these revelations on how to build something or come up with some new invention. And you know, the Bible talks about Lucifer um, falls from heaven um, in the form wow. of lightning, and so, and which lightning is electricity. Okay, I don't think it's a coincidence that Lucifer is depicted as lightning or electricity in the Bible. And that a lot of these people that have invented a lot of this stuff have seen visions and stuff in the form of lightning, and go into demonic trances to get it. So I think uh-huh. I think we have progressed as we have so fast because there is some type of an entity out there that knows something, you know, a, a demon per se, and they have literally given us this information. So we can use it, but they have—they don't have a good reason for it. You know, they're wanting us to do something bad with it. <laughs> so
1: and, and that's easy to man, especially on regenerate man. They—they they can well, you know. Originally, you know, you know what he called microwave radiation—the death ray. Mm-hmm. Tesla. Yeah. Did, did you ever see that? His his uh, the, somebody did a really great um, video on his whole life. It was awesome. I mean, uh, I saw it on one of those uh, documentary channels about three or four years ago, and he um, had two underground laboratories in New York state. And um, he he died. He died at the hands of the Nazis. I understand during second world at the end of second world war, because they wanted his death ray.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. And,
1: um, then they felt the Russians might have gotten it because they thought that the Russians may have used it in the Siberian forest. Um, and that, um, cause they burned up uh, a huge, um, amount of the Siberian forest and they they called it a, a meteorite. They, they tried to say, oh no, a meteorite hit that. Um, but, um. They, they believe that they actually had the death ray and that they were, and he said that he could kill 30,000 people with one blow uh, if he, um, I, I'd love to find that documentary again. It was on one of the programs that just does, it's something about the truth or something like that. I don't, it, it might still be on, but I don't have, even have time to watch TV.
0: Right, well, um, if, well, if there was any truth to it and and they probably, yeah. you'll never find it again usually any type of documentary or anything like that i've noticed that's actually any good is scrubbed so you can never find yeah, it
1: exactly and and uh, so i don't know what his um his uh deal is but um he 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 was in my opinion he was not a christian if you watch his life story oh no you know he he, he was uh Like you say, kind of into witchcraft and all that, and and the industrial revolution has not brought. You know, it seems like those those people who were those the head of these corporations and things they 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 aren't the most savory people in the world. They're interested in profit. The corporations right now, no matter what corporation it is, with New Doll, this, this American Doll Corporation. And they're, they're interested in profit and they're trying to please what they consider the masses Um, and, and they, they're, they're way off track. They're, they're just trying to, right now there's such a a movement to try to get our young people, you know, with this, are you familiar with the American doll thing?
0: The American Uh, doll?
1: Yes. It's a company in New York and I know it's in Chicago. Um, they've been in business for years. It's a very high-end doll. It costs hundreds of dollars to own one. Um, but grandparents seem to spring for it for their little ones. They're a slice-sized doll. And um, they have a huge building in, in Chicago, a key room. And you take your grandkids there and, and the, the clothing. They have every, every accessory for a doll that, that a human has. And um, they just came out with the American doll. This year for um, transgender, a doll that you can transgender for three-year-olds,
2: nice. and
1: um, and then I I was in a store uh, the other day I was in the mall and I looked in the window and I saw that they had um, it's like for teenagers and young 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 women you know like under twenty-one and um, it, they had the t-shirts of all the rock bands like ACDC and Janis Joplin. These are for teenage girls to reintroduce them to that element. And then they showed just about every outfit they had to show the teenage girls was to have um, their navel exposed, to wear a bra-like top, um, to have um, cleavage, to... um, split up the skirt, um, just um, so sexual, you know. The outerwear. This is the outerwear, and there was one outerwear that they showed that was uh, a black uh, lace evening attire, but um, that you wear with boots and, and a black net stockings. But it's more like a bathing suit, and when you turn around, the back of it. It's very high cut. I mean, beyond beyond high cut. So, and this is outerwear at uh, one of the stores in the mall, major store at the mall, for for young girls. So they're pushing to make our young girls um, sexual, um, to be mm-hmm. sexually aggressive with all the cleavage and stuff that they're showing. And then you notice the girls have the bikini bathing suits and the boys have the the bathing suit that's from the waist to the knees but uh, the girls have these little teeny bikinis on and um, and somehow that's you know a whole different story
0: yeah I I think that ties into this uh, pedophilia that it seems like they're trying to normalize now so I I believe they're trying to normalize pedophilia and a lot of other things and it's just one more step into the next one, you know? Right. So,
1: All of, uh, and, and what, like Kirk Cameron said that they, they are, um, into the drag queens at the libraries, but not
2: his book.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. I heard an article on that where he said, well, they said, well, your book doesn't, you know, go along like what, like you were saying with what we agree with. And he said, well, it's about love and, you know, being a good person and about just normal, normal morals that a normal person should have. They said, now, No, we don't want that, but we will have a grown man coming here, you know, dressed up like a woman, and is possibly a pedophile. More than likely is, and of course, this person's coming in because he's getting gratification by having these little kids all over him, and he's a no background check done, nothing. Probably a pedophile, and just doing and saying all kinds of lewd stuff that years ago you probably wouldn't have been able to seen. You would never even know that stuff existed unless it was on some kind of pornography and mm-hmm. they're just allowing it right there in the open, you know, Just add, and parents don't even seem to care. I mean, I, I think it's partially a, the parents fault. Obviously I would never let my child go in anything like that. So, well,
1: yeah, like he's uh, that we are the ones that uh, were, it's not our watch that it's happening. It, you know, all this is happening on our watch. Uh, even though, you know, some of us have been, you know, in this fight for years, but it's it's like, um, it, it's not enough, you know, it, more of us have to get in. And I think more people are, are, are getting involved now. Uh, they realize that, that we're losing our country and, I um, mean, really losing it, you know, and, and if we, if we don't do something. Drastic. Each one of us, it it, Lord knows what it'll be like next year at this time.
0: Exactly. You know.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, it's not, it's not a uh, a thing to just lightly, you know, consider and sh- shrug your shoulders at. It it's a serious issue for for our children and our grandchildren. Oh Lord, I I I feel sorry for for them they haven't experienced um uh, so many of the good things that they they've learned bad words and they've learned sexual things way before their time
0: and um, yeah i agree that i i can't even imagine if the world lasts as long you know for another generation i can't even imagine what they're going to be what their quality of life not, will even be
1: well you know Everybody should read, uh, if they get to my website, and if they don't, go on, uh, it's on my website, but Martin Paul's letter to Governor Jerry Brown, he writes that, um, first of all, Jerry Brown was going to pass a 5G bill, and uh, Martin Paul heard about it and wrote him a letter, three-page letter. It's on Google. You can just Google Martin Paul's letter to Governor Jerry Brown, but uh, on the third page, he talks about extinction of the human race in three generations because he said, um, when the radiation, um, hits the, uh, the abdomen of a man, say in his po- phone in his pocket, it, it greatly affects the sperm and it, and it stops him from swimming. And, uh, with the egg, it, um, Destroys the genetic code in the egg. When a little baby girl is born, she has all the eggs she'll ever get for reproduction. And so she, that phone uh, that, say, the mother or the child has that are sitting on the little girl's lap or an iPad is destroying, that radiation is destroying the genetic code. And that's what so Martin Paul really points it out. He says if we don't get rid of uh, all this radiation, or, or, or learn how to deal with it uh, age wise, age appropriate, and use appropriate. We, we, you don't need a cell phone for everything, you know, but people, that's the most important article now that people have on their, in, in their being is their cell phone. And, and so, you know, if you have it on your body constantly, you are changing the genetic code of each DNA a uh, strand and it's it's going to affect your and em- that emotionally mentally physically in every way and so learning how to use it if anybody wants if you want to give out my email fine great that would be great I don't mind anybody can contact me and I'll help them uh, get the, the right amount of uh, of coverage for their for their lifestyle. I know some people have to have it because they, but there are things even if you have to have it all the time. Like the envelope that I use is for um, so carrying my phone in. It's totally a hundred percent insulated, four ply, radiation proof. The signal does not come through. You can move it to another place where the signal does come through. And there's different things that you can use. And I think it's important that people use all of the things like change your smart meter out, uh, don't use your microwave, get, get a landline, all those things you need to do, and then to share the message with your neighbors because if your neighbors have Wi-Fi and a, a, a deck phone, then their signal is going to come right over to you and get them to change out their smart meter uh, to a non-transmitting one. And, and you just have to get in your neighborhood and, and bring the message to people to, um, to, to let's get together and cooperate. Uh, but better yet, we've got to change the laws back. We've got to get rid of the 1986 Telecommunications Act. And, and that means you've got to go to your senator and your congressman and say, this was wrongfully put into law that, that you can put a cell tower wherever you want in spite of the fact that it's highly populated. And the other thing is radar it used to be that airports were not right on top of cities. Now you've got the airports right in the cities and the radar travels for 60 miles. So you can be in the path of radar and there's not a thing you can do about that. I mean, that's the one form of microwave radiation that really gets you and you can't stop it um, is radar. And, we have now houses that are all around airports and stuff like that. And, uh, so the, the, the airport should have been, uh, out in the country. I, I, I grew up in Detroit and we had willow run airport. It was 50 miles out of the city limits of Detroit. That's where it should be. There's, there should not be, um, airports in, in a city where there's populated houses.
2: Right. And,
1: and, Businesses and, and yet see all that industrial revolution stuff that we've, what, that we're talking about. We have the, you know, the great advantage of being able to jump on an airplane and fly somewhere, but the, the long term payment that we're making is not something that I think all of us were aware of. None of us were really. We, we weren't aware of it sneaking up on us. And so now we're kind of stuck with, um, what are we going to do? Now we have to use things to protect ourselves.
0: Right. Because there's, or, there's well, no way these people are going to go back on anything. They've got their airports, they've got their 5g, they've got their cell phones and there might be a few that do something, but 99% of people are going to say, well, I'm never going to go back to that. I want to keep moving forward.
1: Uh-huh. They're never going right. to give it up. Right. But, but in the end they will be um, like Alzheimer's out because now Alzheimer's is getting down into the twenties and the thirties, according to Do- Dr. Martin Paul. Um, so there, there is a time when, and when people can't get pregnant anymore, and things like that, where they're going to start saying, you know, uh, I want to move to the country. But if Elon Musk keeps on going the way he is, he's going to uh, put up enough satellites that he can reach that he can reach. Uh, the mostly cave in Mongolia with a cell phone or whatever. So we're getting uh, and he has so much money. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, we're we're beaten down and we can't do it. But honestly, I believe that we can stop 5G in our cities because l- look at um, Senator Blumenthal put up a video and he had a hearing in Washington, D.C. Um, that he asked the head of the telecommunications companies, what have you done to, how much money have you spent to investigate health and safety of 5G and all this wireless that you're using? And they said, none. We haven't used any money. We've been told that it doesn't hurt you. And of course, that's because the FCC who's in charge of all this, who just got hit with a lawsuit, for not telling people the truth, they have been paid off and they've been telling people all along that non-thermal microwave radiation doesn't hurt you, that it has to be thermal or ionizing, and that's not true. And they knew it all along because of the U.S. Navy test that was done in 1971 called the U.S. Navy 1971 MRI. You can go to your, your Google right now and look that test up and read the 120 disastrous effects on the human body, including cancer and death. Wow. From that microwave radiation. So pretty much, um, I think, uh, we, we probably covered a lot of information. Um,
0: mm-hmm. and uh, what I'm going to do in the, in the description there on the podcast, I'm going to include your, um, website, um, address and all that. In different ways, they can contact you if they'd like to. Sure. So
1: be, be sure and do that. It's fine with me. I tell people to call me all the time. I I, I stop and talk to everybody, and you know it's, um, there's schools galore now that have the I, I have a whole scrapbook of schools in my neighborhood that have 4G towers, and I've got the it's called Safe and Sound Pro Two. Uh, It's a device that you can measure microwave radiation with. I'm looking at one little preschool right here. Remember I told you 3.4 microwatts per meter square, the cellular
2: desk.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm way out in the parking lot of this school, and I'm taking a picture of the tower. This is a 4G tower and the school. It's on a a storefront that the... uh, nursery school is. is 26,800 microwatts and 3.4 of cellular death. And those kids are there all day. Mm. And some of these are over the, the playground. They're right in the playground. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable.
2: That is and, unbelievable. And
1: so like high school, for for some of these schools, like Jenks High School in, in Jenks, Oklahoma, it's the suburb of Tulsa, they've got two huge I call them candelabras with phone towers on either side of the football stadium. And one of them is coming right down in the early child development building. And it's really a high reading. And here it is. They're sitting in aluminum benches and, and getting microwaved. And like, uh came across the new YMCA, and it's got a brand new 5G tower in front of it. And I went out and measured the pool area. And it was 30,000 microwatts where the kids are swimming. So I, I agree with the international firefighters. That's on my, my blog, their comment that that they're trying to target policemen. We know that already. And firemen, first, first responders are trying to target because they don't want anybody. They want to be able to tear up the cities and everything. But they're saying that the policemen, the firemen, and the children are the targets of this microwave radiation thing, and of course the birds and stuff. They they want to make a global paradise for themselves where they can worship Mother Nature, and that's all out of Agenda Twenty One. Hmm. So um. Well. Anyhow,
0: I uh, they're doing this on purpose, obviously, and. Uh, they don't uh, repent from it and stop doing it. Um, I guess they'll be judged for it, too.
1: Yeah. And they'll,
0: they'll get what's coming to them.
1: Uh, I, oh, I, 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 it's the pedophiles and all these people that are so evil. Really, you're right. They are going to be judged for it.
2: Uh, mm-hmm.
0: So they they're, they might get away with it now, and they might get some people killed now, and they'll get their little way for a very short time. Mm-hmm. And then when they're standing, in, you know, in front of the judgment seat, then then the tables will be turned then. Yeah. So, well, you know,
1: I want to remind your, your readers to get, I mean, your listeners to get um, the book Hidden Dangerous 5G by Jared Flynn. He's the retired captain of the Royal Canadian Navy who was in the field of electronic warfare all of his career. And he, he he's written about it. And he says that this is covered really by the Nuremberg Code. You know, um, if your listeners aren't familiar with the Nuremberg Code, it is where you have to be informed. You know, it was from the trials after the Second World War when the Nazis did experiments on people and they had the Nuremberg trials in Nuremberg and they they made a code up and... It says all these things. You can look it up online. And this fits what we're all going through. We've never been informed that this is harming us. The smart meters, the 5G, the 4G, the 3G, the 2G, uh, none of that has been given to us by anybody. They just gave it to us because they, they knew we could make, they could make money on it. Mm. And, and so it's uh, just some really good articles that I have I'd love to share with people and, and if they call me you know I can I can just go ahead and keep putting stuff on my blog uh, and that's probably the best thing to do where they can just go one place and read read whatever they want there's a lot there
0: yeah there is a lot there and like I said that's what I'm going to do I'm going to put a link to your website on there and how they can get in touch with you so yeah
1: that's fine hey.
0: Okay, well, there you have it, folks. That was Margie Alfonso from Tulsa, Oklahoma. You can check her out at margiealfonso.com. So this has been another great episode of McKill's Deck Chronicles. We sure thank you for listening and come back and listen again. We've got more podcasts coming up soon. And go check out our website at Chronicles.org. Thanks again and see you soon.